You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions. Direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute. With today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. To boldly go where no one has gone before is not only the opening lines from Star Trek, it is also how I feel about what we are accomplishing on a weekly basis with the RAIN results coaching calls. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, and with great pleasure, please help welcome one of the captains of the USS RAIN Starship, Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. Well, data log entry, you know, July, August, I forget what even month it is these days. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> intro. Well done. Thank you so much, Russ. But, you know, I've got to say that... When it, when it comes to uh, doing what we do, you know, being creative and always spontaneous is definitely the magic that keeps us moving forward. So uh, my hat goes off to you, Russ, for doing so, so well on these calls, but also every meeting that we have and every publication and collateral, every development of every training kit that we've got, it always reeks of your incredible creativity. So thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Rich. Well, you know, last week we kind of talked a bit about, uh, and it was an extension to the conversation around team. And uh, many of you, dozens of you, have actually written me and Russ and chit-chatting a bit about and sharing a lot about where you are in the context of team, who you've underestimated as a part of your team, who you've uh, forgotten is a part of your team, and what the purpose and the role you play inside the context and the framework of team. And one of the things that I started hearing a little bit about in the backdrop was as I would reference uh, a lot of Navy SEAL references that I would use, some people would say, well, hey, you know what? I'm just a nurse. I'm just a teacher. You know, I'm just, I'm just a, a father of two and just want to make some passive income. I'm no Navy SEAL. And I said, but you know what? You've got to look past the idea of referencing someone like a Navy SEAL. And I thought it might be interesting to actually delve into this as the theme of this week, which is around the subject matter of the characteristic that embodies a SEAL, and that is to be tough. And by the way, tough not as in a macho thing, tough as in mentally tough. You know, Mark Twain once wrote back in 1894 that courage is the resistance to fear and mastery of fear, not absence of fear. So, you know, you can say that the idea of tough is the essence of a Navy SEAL, or it is only in being tough that someone can be, you know, unbeatable, unstoppable. But this is an attribute, folks, an attribute possessed by most extraordinary people. To be tough is to be strong and resilient and able to withstand great strain without tearing or breaking. This is certainly true of Navy SEALs, but not only in the physical sense. So to be tough is not solely a male attribute. Women can and are, in many cases, tough. I've got to tell you, by the way, as a footnote, my mother's far tougher than my father could ever dream of being, but don't just keep that between us. But you see, tough without being considered masculine. You know, to be tough is an attribute that everyone possesses, but at their own level of proficiency. You see, women most definitely possess this particular element physically, emotionally, even intellectually. But uh, I may have survived, for example, having endured much training and workshops and 20 years of being developed. But back to our good friend and mentor, uh, Jack Schropp, this guy survived three tours of Vietnam and Navy SEALs training. But he would admit there's no comparison, comparison to the toughness of a mother. So the reality there is this, is that the idea of being tough is one thing. But look at even a Mother Teresa as an example. She was renowned for possessing this particular element, not just being compassionate, but being ferociously tough. 
So to be tough is not to be the following, pretending to be fearless or withholding your feelings from others, wearing the symbols or the insignia like tattoos or gang colors. You know, taking steroids ain't tough. Shaving your head ain't tough, although, you know, Russ looks pretty good with a shaved head, I must say, uh, but toughy does not look. Uh, using foul or, or scatological language, you know, drugging or owning a big old pickup truck. And by the way, footnote, uh, Patrick owns a big pickup truck, I think. Uh, you know, but ignoring rules and, 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 or even fighting for that matter. You see, under the umbrella of, of success in any given field, you will find that the leader of the team fully expressing this particular element of being tough. You see, to be tough means to play the game, whatever the game is, full out. So in case you're having a tough time following the conversation around being tough, just put in brackets, full out. Not acting like you are playing full out. This encompasses concentration on the job at hand and a focus on all of its details, moment by moment. To be tough is to be fully intent on fulfilling one's commitment so that so much that one is impervious to any adverse conditions or circumstances. You know, these adverse conditions can be physical, uh, psychological, uh, even emotional, by the way, in nature. But playing full out means playing the game without, or th- uh, without thought or hesitation. You see, often when someone is playing full out and is being intentional, others can mistake this behavior as anger or edginess. I get this all the time, by the way. And this is no doubt where, uh, back to our example of Navy SEALs, unwittingly obtained their you know, hard, well, hard ass, part of my expression, reputation. This drive is not a byproduct of edginess or anger. In fact, it is quite the opposite. It is while in a state of such extreme focus that the intentional person experiences peacefulness in the midst of action and in the face of external chaos and under adverse conditions, despite how others may interpret their actions. You see, on the outside, this drive might appear as one being stern or aggressive or even cold. When a person is directing uh, their thoughts or attention toward the job at hand and has clarity about their objective in the moment and is at the same time considering all steps, like all the evolutions and details required to achieve a desired outcome. There's no room to dilly-dally in emotions and feelings. You see, emotions and feelings are not part of the equation. In fact, when playing full out, emotions and feelings often require too much attention and energy and therefore hinder momentum. So back to our, you know, lioness, you know, the female uh, tough uh, image and or mentor in our lives. Can you imagine, you know, uh, Elsa, you know, the famous Elsa, the lioness telling her mate, Leo, hey, big guy, give that roaring a rest, will you? Me and the pride are a little fed up with your bossiness and language. It's, it, it, you know, it's, it's when we are uncommitted in playing haphazardly and we experience temptation for something other than our committed goals. Whenever people are faced with adversity, one foot is often found moving out the door while considering the option to break their commitment. Can this sound like, should I or shouldn't I? When this happens, we start to think about something other than our commitment. We think about how hard we are working on how, or how we are not being appreciated. Or we ask ourselves, why should I be committed? I'm not getting anything out of this anyways. You see, our thinking gets us into trouble. And we see this all the time, for example, at Rain. We've seen it for 20 years, where at the end of the day, people start moving away from what they're committed to, and they actually rem- they begin to dilute the toughness that they should, in fact, be exercising in the face of them not getting what they want. You see, when adversity strikes, our self-talk increases in volume. And the problem is that the job of our self-talk is to dwell in our feelings and expectations about life. And so when our feelings and expectations are not aligned with what is happening in reality, we decide that reality, in that moment for that matter, should get aligned with our expectations. In other words, people resist what is actually occurring in reality. And when faced with adversity, most people would rather revel in their grand illusions about how life should be 
rather than deal with the way life really, really, truly is. And this often shows up in conversations such as, you know, he or she shouldn't be this way or my company should be doing this or it should be doing that. If you're making notes, I'd like for you to make note now if it's safe to. And that is life is simply what it is and is what it isn't. You see, when we are cold, we want heat. When the market plummets, we want it to flourish. If during, I don't know, combat, like the SEALs would experience in extreme cold or heat, they simply accept it and focus on the commitment. To moan or groan about wanting the conditions to be other than they were are ludicrous. It would have to make everyone have to say, hey, this has to be different, and it just won't change because you say so. So you see, this is the case. Lack of commitment can best be expressed as, well, stuff happens, you know. People might argue, back to my point, that Navy SEALs, for example, do what they do because they are detached or cold-hearted or free from emotional involvement. Movie and television writers like to depict these guys this way, but that's just maybe a compliment, but it's hardly the truth. You know, I've gotten to know one quite well over the past two decades. You see, being detached is an attribute of saints and gurus. That certainly isn't the case when you're talking about the men with green faces covered in swamp slime or crawling into someone's cave in Afghanistan. Anyone committed to something greater than oneself, such as defending one's country, is a highly passionate and deeply emotionally connected, whether they express it to anyone else's satisfaction or not. So remember that old call that we once had many weeks ago to be committed? Well, to be committed is to be bound emotionally and intellectually, and some might say, well, spiritually to an idea, principle, course of action, or to someone. Like, what's your commitment in reign and your membership? What are you here to do? What are you here to get? What life-changing direction are you here for? You see, it is to pledge a promise or a vow to someone else. It is to maintain this bond you made of your own free will on a moment-by-moment basis. So look into your life to where you were suffering, for example, maybe even emotionally, I don't know, financially, something. But you kind of think to yourself, if you look at some place that you're suffering emotionally, this might include being worried, depressed, frustrated, maybe even angry. And in this area, consider honing this particular secret, this particular element, this particular, well, lesson to be tough. If you feel as though you are working too hard or you experience defeat or fatigue, do you have one foot out the commitment door? If not, everything you do will feel like a chore or like hard work or even like a hopeless pursuit. You might not be playing full out except in your own sob story. So being tough is an attribute you might want to polish to enhance your, your romantic relationship, your family situation, or even something in your career, maybe even your financial status. If you find yourself criticizing others, you, uh, you, and I mean like you think are too edgy or aggressive, think again. Maybe they are just expressing the secret called tough. In its full glory, you just might be. You just might be pointing your fingers to deflect, defend, or protect your own lack of commitment, laziness, or even scattered, disorganized behavior. You see, people who are successful in their field are tough, which is part of why they are successful. Those who are being tough are often considered the bad guys. And in the media, for example, Martha Stewart, she'd been reported as being tough, but the media likes to interpret tough and associate its essence with terms such as cold-heartedness or ruthlessness. Someone might very well be this way, but this is not the definition of tough. To be tough is to be strong and resilient and able to withstand great strain without tearing or breaking. A tough person not in the heat of action might also have the capacity to be warm-hearted, thoughtful, considerate, and even open-minded. Cold-hearted and ruthless are interpretations projected on tough people by those who most likely have never committed themselves to something greater than themselves and played the game of life as though their lives were at stake. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, for example, have actually been described by various media folk as assassin-like, which goes way beyond the idea of tough. 
the media's interpretation was an attempt, in, a, in my perspective, to describe some inner extraordinary quality possessed by these two professional basketball players. So people in your life, such as your boss, are too tough, and you are making them wrong in some way or are seeking argue, uh, you know, an agreement for your point of view from others, or you have given up and are feeling bored or resigned, reconsider that you have another option. If you are interested in recreating your life, it's extraordinary. To be around tough people will provide you the opportunity to polish within yourself the secrets of commitment that we've talked about, steadfastness, which we discussed, toughness, trainability. And if this doesn't interest you, then remember that your tough boss just might be the source that keeps shoes on your feet and food in your refrigerator. So you are the best to accept it. If proficient at this particular lesson, and others say you are edgy and aggressive when you are just playing full out, be responsible for your proficiency with this attribute. Express your commitment to your teammates. Share your desire to achieve the team's objectives. Let them know that they need not personalize your perceived insensitivity. You also need not diminish this quality. On the contrary, to be tough is an attribute for which you should be proud. This is also not an argument for you to abuse people verbally at home or at work in the name of being tough. Remember, feelings and emotions thwarts one's intentions. To abuse someone is a highly reactive emotional state and the emotion state that you've got to watch, and it's the opposite of tough. So be mindful that your spouse or your partner in life or your coworker has the right to express their toughness in their own way. So whether playing the game of baseball you know, or basketball, family unity or professional success, or your real estate investment portfolio, whether for yourself, for one door, or for many, we all want the tough ones on our side. You all want the toughness in your life on your side. You want to pull rain mastery towards you. You want to pull these calls towards you. You want to reach out to your buddy and bring them towards you. We all want our teammates to be absolutely extraordinary. So for this week, here is your homework. I want you to choose an area in your life where you say you are committed and are still holding back from playing full out. So it might be a relationship. It might be something to do with uh, personal fitness. It might even be about time with your children. So I want you to end up reaching out to your buddy, and I want you to give your buddy a list of actions you intend to take to realize the commitment. You want to ask him or her to manage you in being accountable to fulfill these promises. Now, I request that you treat your buddy like you would treat someone in your life that you absolutely love and cannot lose. I want you to you know, uh, request that your uh, buddy treat you like a teammate and do whatever is necessary to have you playing full out rather than pondering. If this fails, take action again and again and again. And remember, the point of this particular exercise for this week is to build your emotional strength and your resiliency, your toughness. Big call, big week. Good luck. Back to you, Russ. Wow. Live long and prosper, my friend. Thank uh-huh. you. Indeed. <laughs> Today's call was all about being tough and playing full out. Another powerful message. Next call will be same time next week on Monday. As well, as you always have any questions about the mastery program or about anything within your membership, real estate questions, everything, please call our office at one 824 Experts are standing by. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, signing off, wishing you a masterful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.